Hey, beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I'm here with your November astrological overview. <laughs> Before we get started, oh God, it feels real good. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. But get you guys a pen, get you some paper, get you um something to drink. I'm drinking on coffee. And yeah, let's just get into what I'm feeling intuitively before we get into the astrological placements that are taking place in November. Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys is this month is going to be a bit, you know, a lot. It's going to be a lot. Okay. But in a very good way, in a good way, everything that is happening is not easy and it is not easy to see it is not easy to experience but it is aligning us closer to what is about to happen going into 2021 2022 and finally we'll be getting some grounding done for 2023 right and i know that seems so far away but look how fast 2020 went so you know brace yourself but Let's focus now. I'm not even going to get into the astrology of 2021 because that's not the point. I just want you guys to know that we are in a very important time. The veils are very thin, meaning um, there's there's deception that is clearly seen. There are things that we have probably been blinded to, not wanting to pay close attention to, ignoring or just discarding out of pure, just not wanting to deal with it, or in some cases, ignorance. Regardless, it's coming to the forefront and it is going to knock a lot of you guys' panties and boxes off, okay? It's going to rattle a lot of things. It's going to shake up a lot of tables. It's going to distinguish the truth from the lies, clearly. When you have so much energy happening at one time and so many monumental things occurring within that time frame, it can make you feel uneasy. It can make you feel a big sense of uncertainty. But the thing that I want you guys to pay close attention to is to not be distracted by what you think is happening on the forefront. Because as I've been stating, this entire year is about the undercurrents in spirituality. This is a spiritual warfare, has been not going to change. Everything that is playing out externally is because of the rattling and the shifting and shattering of things that are happening in the spiritual world, right? There is a lot of um, things that are happening that are needing to happen so that the truth can be revealed and we can get beyond our own bias and our own prejudice and our own limited beliefs and thoughts and ideas of what should be happening or what the truth is or what is the perfect whatever, etc. so on. And so we're in this space with elevated ambition, elevated fire, elevated and intensified emotion because people are thinking and wanting change that benefits them individually and that is why you see a lot of 
people acting out, reacting and saying things that they probably <laughs> shouldn't say or being versions of themselves that they don't they don't even recognize because they are wanting and fighting for this reality to be what it just is not possible to be because it's not rooted in the real karma or the real seeds that are being planted right now. And so manufacturing results, manufactured truths will not hold weight. And this is beyond elections. This is beyond, you know, what is popularly being discussed right now as far as the pandemic. This is about our lives individually. And while all of those things take a big they make a big part of the decisions we make in our life and who we are in this time. It's very important to understand that obstacles are what create people's authentic state. Your character is not built when things are easy. Your character is not built when things are um, easily laid out or uh, easily predicted. No, your character is built in the moments that are really, 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 really hard and intense and unorthodox. And that is why people are seeing the truth. You're seeing people's colors for who they are. You are seeing people react in ways that they may not understand they're reacting, but you're seeing them with a clear vision and seeing them for who they are. The important thing is that once, the veils begin to thicken again that you don't forget what you've seen when the veils were thin. Because if you do, you're going to miss the entire lesson because the reason the veils are thin and the reason that you're being put in a position to see things the way you're being able to see them is because you're needing to take the lessons of what you've seen outside of it. You're needing to see the truth so that you can make decisions based on that truth and not your interpretation of what that truth is. Seeing things for the true face value in which they are is what is going to help you navigate through the shifts and changes that are occurring within our lives externally and externally going forward. Now, when it comes to our relationships, we have so much happening and I'm going to get into that when I go into the astrological overviews, um, when it, when we discuss the planets and things that are happening, but currently we are in Mercury retrograde, but very soon Mercury will be going back direct, which means communication will begin to move forward. And being in the midst of Scorpio season, it's very important that you understand that the type of communication that you may be used to or accustomed to or desire may be a little bit different from that of which you receive because people are being more vocal about who they are. People are being more vocal about what they need. People are being more vocal about the disconnects that have occurred and that are occurring and they're wanting to move forward beyond that. And a lot of people are going to be okay with leaving whatever they need to leave behind to get to it. And that could come off as all of a sudden that can make you feel like, okay, um, that's a weird way of being. That person just kind of reacted out of nowhere. That person just kind of did what they wanted to do randomly. They didn't really discuss it with me. Like this is all of a sudden. And really it's not all of a sudden. It isn't all of a sudden decision that they're making, but the build up to this has not been all of a sudden. There has been moments where this person or these situations have occurred that have caused this particular person, being, thing, whatever to decide 
and to build their arsenal of choice and their arsenal of choice is that this isn't working or it is working and they need to do better to make sure that it's solidified wherever, however it comes out is going to come out. And the best way is to voice that in a way that you are being authentic to yourself, but also don't shy away from the reaction that you get because that's also necessary. There's a lot of people in situations, situationships, relationships, commitments, etc., so on, whatever you want to label yourself in, and they are living lies. Drink something. They're living lies and they're not are mistruths, right? They're not being the true version of themselves. They're not being satisfied. They're not being communicated in a way it communicated with in a way that they need to be They're They're the love languages are off. The reciprocation is off the dynamics in which the relationship or the situation is standing is on falsehoods. And so we're coming into this space where that is not going to last. That's not going to be able to make it through. This year has taught people a lot about what they need and a lot about what they've been sacrificing and compromising. And you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're just not willing to do that anymore. And if you are going to continue to proceed to do that, then you're going to find yourself faster in a, in a faster way, unhappy, not satisfied and completely just not at a space of comfort, right? If you are wanting commitment, if you are wanting a relationship to work out, this month is going to be a beautiful time to see if that's possible because people are going to be having conversations about baggage. People are going to be having conversations about their needs. People are going to be feeling their authentic selves in a way that may be unorthodox for them, but it's needed because you're needing to understand where they're coming from. And these conversations are forcing people to look at themselves and look at the person that they're connected with or the people that they're connected with and decide how to communicate going forward, how to tackle what it is that we want going forward. How are we able to come to an understanding of what we both need so that we both can be happy in this partnership or ex accepting that we just need to go our opposite ways. However, wherever, wherever you fall in the midst of that, it is necessary to be there. And so many possibilities open up when you do. This is connecting people beyond their prejudice, beyond their bias, whether it be in intimate relationships or friendships, whether it be in relationships with coworkers, whether it be in relationships that you have within yourself, your own relationship with self, your own relationship with how you view whatever it is you're connected to. This is going to force you to deal with the reality of that and tap into the reality of that and then connect in a way that you probably wouldn't have connected before and make you want to go forward with a bit of confidence, with a lot of um, passion and a lot of enthusiasm because now you're aware of your emotions. You are in tune with your emotions. You're in tune with what you need in a partnership. You're in tune with what that person needs and you're connected in a way that allows you to be more rooted opposed to manufactured on the surface level.
This is great when it comes to the shifting of the paradigms, because as we're going into this new paradigm shift, you're not going to want to take and you can't take anything that is not an equal balance for you, that is not contributing to the overall balance of you and anything that is causing more uh, of an um, anything you're pouring more out into opposed to what you're getting in is just not going to be able to fit into this shift that we are currently um, being a part of. That means understanding who you can trust, areas where you lack trust or you're not trustworthy, being able to alleviate the extra baggage and barriers that you have allowed yourself to endure throughout this year and before allowing yourself to look at your goals in a way that's more realistic for you, not real, not realistic for society, but realistic for you. What do you want? What do you need? What do you desire? How are you going to get that? Is this really what you want? Is this really a part of your dharma? Is this something that you feel you're able to do for the long term? Is it something you even have a passion to do? That is what this is. And all of these um, understandings that you are coming into are going to create this wheel of possibilities, these wheel of opportunities and allow you the strength and endurance to actually decipher between what is a good opportunity and what is not, what is really a part of my journey, what is not. It's not about going after the money. It's about what am I going to do that is going to make me feel like I am successful internally, that I'm achieving something that I set out to do. Not just that I have a bank account filled with the money that can buy me things, but what is it that I can do to make me feel whole internally beyond the materialistic things that I've allowed myself to be attached to? What is it that I can do in a partnership that is allowing me to think about the future of that and continue to build on that while not losing myself in the midst of that? And that is what is going to force you into a space of hibernation in a sense because it's forcing you to step back and look at it as as it is and it's forcing you to dig deep in ways that you probably hadn't before and that you didn't want to before but now you're realizing the importance of it and you're willing to so this is pushing you into a place which really makes sense when it comes to harvest season and we're in going into the colder cooler months of autumn season and preparing for winter this is a place where people go within and you need to go within because this is something that is very individual this is something that is not it can't be determined by external factors when it comes to people who have no idea about you who you are where you are what your life entails what your desires entail if they are not within your soul spirit mind they cannot make this decision for you nor should they be able to and so Understanding that, connecting with the truth of that, allowing yourself to be who you are is going to provide you an avenue of reward that you have never been able to attain. It is connecting you in ways that you really want and you need. And it is making you more confident in making those decisions with us being still under um, freshly under the full moon in Taurus. Taurus is all about stability. It is all about you know, love. It is all about aesthetics. It is all about being grounded. It is all about making sure it makes sense practically, but it is also a very, very rooted energy. So it is about fixing and fixating on foundations. 
And if it is not anything that you have hold, held on to, that is not a part of that foundation, it is going to be removed out of your life. And that is a very hurtful thing when it's ripped out of your life. But when you are allowing yourself to go through that process and willingly allowing yourself to release that, it makes it so much easier. It makes it so much better. This is about understanding your traditions, understanding your life in a way that you hadn't before. And it really wasn't important for you to do before because you were so busy and distracted with everything else externally. But now here you are facing your truths, facing off with yourself, facing off with what you've built. And that is really life altering for people who have not been paying attention to what it is that they've been building all along. So with this particular um, shift going into November, um, the astrological placements are going to help you to gain understanding, but more so than not going to help you understand yourself. Okay. So yeah, this is my intuitive overview for going into November. And now we're going to get into the astrological dates and the placements that are taking place within this very impactful, powerful, powerful month. Um, yeah. Okay. So grab your pen, paper. I hope you got you something to drink and let's get right into it, guys. Okie dokie. So here we go. Okay. So I'm going to start off with the dates that you may want to write down first, and then I will give a go through an explanation of what these dates are and go into the specifics of the energy that's following with the um, dates. And that way you don't get completely lost. It is a very powerfully impact month. We don't have a lot of different shifts in and out, in and out, in and out, up and down as we did in October, but the shifts are very potent and they're very powerful and they're very deeply penetrating. So it's very important that you understand that also when these transits occur, it, the day that it occurs, it that's not when it's over after that day. That That is energy that is added to energy we're already in and it lingers depending on the placement and what it is that is occurring within that placement. So it can definitely be, let's say, um, the 10th and there's something happening on the 10th and then you feel it on the 15th of November. That is very, very typical. That is very much so how energy works because energy is very fluid. So even though the placements are occurring, instantly it's almost like when you hit your hand on something it that pain doesn't instantly may not be sore right then you may feel it the next day or the day after much like a workout you feel it you know that I've worked out today but I feel great I feel okay I feel you know whatever the next day I may feel a little bit sore but then that third day I'm really really feeling when I'm working muscles that I'm not used to working so that is how to look at energetically and placements and energy when you're talking about the uh, impact of that connecting to you. Now, we are fresh off of the uh, full moon. I'm actually recording this on the 31st. So it is Halloween and All Saints Day and the full moon in Taurus Blue Moon is actually happening as I am speaking. However, 
full moon energy lingers from three months before, I mean, three days before, three months, three days after, and it can carry you for weeks, depending up until we get into the new moon cycle. So full moons are all about release. Full moons are all about change. It's all about letting go. It is all about whatever is hidden us being revealed moon is emotion moon is about the inner desires intuition it, it sparks sensitivity when it comes to thoughts and it comes to feelings and so being that this is in the full moon is in taurus taurus is a very very deep grounded um sensual venetian aesthetic loving energy right and so this is going to reveal your feelings regarding those areas of your life, areas regarding relationships, areas regarding love for aesthetic things, maybe how you look, how you feel health wise, how you are allowing yourself to um, appear appearance wise, maybe desiring to change something about yourself, changing how you um look and your weight or you know how you wear your makeup or how you get your hair cut or how you get your hair done and what you your taste buds may change when it comes to the foods that you are desiring or the aesthetic of how the food looks all of those things um could be changing the home around how you want your space to look how you want all of these things are coming into play because of release and the need to release and all of these things that are playing a big part in this Taurian type of energy under this full moon. Now, this particular full moon is going to cause what I'm going to call a, a shake up and shake down and shake throughs of these very areas that I'm speaking about. Okay. It is unsettled and it is causing this this month to kick off this november month to kick off with a lot of intensity because it is about release and being that it's a blue moon which means that the last blue moon happened in taurus on halloween was 19 years ago so this has not happened in a long time and it is about pushing right pushing that out pushing it away and allowing yourself to release anything that is disturbing the foundation okay so mid-month you're going to see the world our world internally and externally shift in a major way in a major way now it doesn't mean that the shake up and shake down and shake through is over, but it means that you're going to begin to see what those shakedowns, shake throughs, and shake ups did from the beginning of the year up until now. So let me just go over some dates for you. November 3rd, Mercury goes direct. We're currently in Mercury retrograde, and Mercury retrograde. Mercury is the planet that rules all things communication. So technology, it rules um, how you communicate physically. It rules all things 
um, emails, how you speak, how you are coming across, delayed communication, any areas of your life that affects you dealing with other people in a communicative way is finally no longer going to be stagnant or misconstrued as much. However, there is a shadow period. So even though Mercury is going direct on November 3rd, you are still in its shadow period up until two weeks later, which means I would wait to make any important decisions or to communicate anything that you are wanting to communicate that has been confusing um, until that shadow period has, or wait until at least a week after it's gone direct so that you can start to see the results from what has currently been happening or what has happened. And this is also going to affect us when it comes to the election because Mercury is in retrograde, which means it goes direct on the day of the election, which also means that there could be a lot of delays. There could be a lot of mix-ups and confusions when it comes to results and it comes to what is being said and what's not being said and what's been revealed and what's not. And so... Being that Mercury is going to go direct in Libra, Libra is the sign it went. Okay. First Mercury went retrograde in Scorpio and then it retrograded in Libra, which is about balance. And it is about balancing out the scales. It is about getting an understanding. How does this work for everyone? How do we allow this to intellectually come off in a way that is fruitful for all? And so with it going direct, in Libra, it is also going to try to figure out the best way to balance this through, the best way to communicate this that doesn't um, affect people um, in an unequivocal way. It, how do we allow this to be fair? That is what Libra is about, scales, balancing it out, fairness um, in all areas. And it is an air element, so it is intellectual. It is all about communication, but it is also a very gentle Venetian ruled air energy. So it is always coming from a place of love, maybe love for self, love of the thing, but it is coming from a very pure place. Now, November 13th, we're going to have Mercury go, I'm not Mercury, Mars going direct. Mars has been retrograde in Aries. Mars is the planet of action, fire, destruction, uh, power. It is about, uh, it's fire, right? And Aries also, Aries loves being in Mars because Aries is a very cardinal energy. It is fire. It is about getting things done. Is it about standing out? creating vitality, um, making it happen, going, taking action and thinking about it later. So Mars is finally going out of its retrograde and is going to be like a boomerang going forward. Mars is ready to go forward. When this happens, this is going to stimulate a lot of action, power, uh, struggles because where people have been more lenient or people have been more passive, they're not going to be anymore because there's, there's a fire element that is sticking in, forcing people to act. Now, the day before Mars goes direct, we have Jupiter, the planet of expansion, going, um, connecting with Pluto, which is the planet of death, rebirth, transformation. Being that Pluto also is a very slow moving planet. Jupiter and Pluto have been retrograde previously and just went, um, last month just went um, direct. 
These two connecting means it's going to expand on the areas of our life that are needing the most transformation. They're needing the most rebirth that are needing the more, the most change and anything Jupiter connects to, it expands on giving an abundance of whatever that element is. And so there is very much so this, this place of where you have Jupiter connecting with Pluto expanding in this middle of Mars going direct and Mercury going direct. There is a lot of fire erosion, um, violent almost, uh, uproars. I'm feeling like there's going to be a potential of just a lot of, uh, of chaotic, stuff happening because of all of the elements that are taking place. And even though it doesn't take place, it may not take place on the second or the third within that week, it will definitely be evident that this is happening because of so much that is occurring. Now this could be caused because of results when it comes to election, it could be uh, fighting, it could be riots, it could be, uh, this, you know, just stock markets going haywire, People just an abundance of everything, a burst of everything, things that have been under the veil, things that have been held back, things that have been under the radar, people have not seen, people didn't know, people weren't aware of, finally coming out and it's like a boomerang. And this is something that people are not going to be liking and it's going to cause a lot of fear. It's going to cause a lot of anger. But what is happening is the truth is being revealed and people are not comfortable with their truth being out there if they've been living a lie or they've been spreading lies or they've been creating this um, deception to get ahead. It's going to be revealed. So during this time frame, um, just... Be mindful of that. If you're feeling very fiery, you're feeling very uh, aggravated, you're feeling like your energy is fluctuating and it's more intense than usual, allow yourself to step back and allow yourself to really be patient with yourself and allow this to pass because the energy will pass, but the results of what occurs within this energetic exchange will not pass as easily. So it's very, very, very important that you are mindful of this, whether it comes to external things, whether it's in your relationships, whether it be in your career, your job, interacting with people in general or yourself. Be very mindful of what it is that you feel during this time and how you are reacting or communicating that because there is going to be a space of confusion, a space of um, high, high, high. And remember, we're still under this full moon. So there is a lot of releasing happening and there's going to be a lot of projecting happening. People are going to be putting their fears. They're going to be putting their thoughts. They're going to be pushing their beliefs. They're going to be pushing their egos out on others because that's going to make them feel like they're powerful only for it to boomerang back and destroy them. So please be mindful of what you are putting out because when you get that back, You want to be on the opposite side of the destruction opposed to the other, okay? Now, on the 14th, we have a new moon. On the 14th, 15th, depending on where you are in the hemisphere, we have the new moon in Scorpio. Now, new moons are all about new beginnings. They're all about changing. They're all about um, reaping seeds and, and starting over in a newness which is beautiful because this is the first new moon in the midst of Scorpio season, but also 
Um, it is in the midst of so much finally moving forward. Now, Scorpio, again, is a energy of, you know, mystique and passion and fire and sex and just a lot of emotional vulnerability when it comes to being authentically passionate and truthful for yourself but there is also this space where Scorpio can be very possessive and it can be very uh domineering because it is a very fiery energy and it is very very fixed energy so you want to be very careful when you are creating these new beginnings or you are starting over or you are embarking on this new idea of relationship and connecting and finalizing whatever it is you want to connect or whatever that you are not being so domineering and controlling that you are only setting it to a space where it benefits you you want to be very understanding that it is not just you in the equation and so with that being said being aware of that and understanding that is going to help you in navigating um solidifying the foundation of that so that you're able to move forward in a more cohesive way now with the new moon and then you have on the 21st Sagittarius season beginning we're going to have Sagittarius kick off on the 21st Sagittarius very free um energy it is a very um playful like energy it feels very um ambitious not optimistic yeah optimistic um just a very beautiful energy overall and it being in the midst of so much tension is going to give you a space of freedom it's going to make you feel uh, more lightened and high high spirited opposed to the deep darkness of Scorpio season that is very sexual and sensual but it's going to give you a little free spiritedness that is so needed during this time because we are going to have so much powerful, potent fire energy in the first two weeks of November. Now, as we're going into Venus, Venus is going to be in Scorpio on the same day that Sagittarius season begins. This means that Venus is the planet of love. Venus is the planet of aesthetic. Venus is the planet of um, feeling satisfied and and just really tapping into the aesthetic of everything that makes you feel good and look good and and you like things that taste good and it's all about relationships and all of that so with that going into Scorpio this is where that possession could kick in this is where that territorialness can kick in this is where wanting to be for some people dominated you're wanting to be you're wanting to surrender to something you're wanting to be the surrenderer you're wanting for someone to ravage you in a good way not in an abusive way but in a way that makes you feel good it makes you feel wanted it makes you feel desired it makes you feel super passionate about where you are in that particular element and so during this time people can be communicating more so of what they want from a partner or what they want to give to a partnership and this can be very good because on the 28th of November, we have Neptune, which is currently retrograde. Neptune is the planet of spirituality. It is a planet of intuition. It, it heightens our dreams. It heightens the way we see the outer, inner, and deep rooted in-betweens, right? 
And it also can rule illusion. So when it is in um, retrograde, it's it's moving at a different place, but things are not as clear as they would want to be or they need to be. And so finally, with it going direct in Pisces, which it loves to be in Pisces, which is a very adaptable energy. It is also spirituality. It is also um, about it, 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 it. You know, it could be about emotions and all of those things as well, but it's also about seeing the duality in between without being attached to what it is surrounded by. It, it kind of just is is mutable. It mutates what it is connected to in a way. And so with it being direct in Neptune, it's making those parts of your relationship that have been unclear, parts that have been maybe confusing. It's bringing it into a space of honest truth and it's making it feel like you're finally getting where you're needing to be and you're being understood and you're being in a space to understand everything that you're connected to. And so it feels really good to get to that space because now you're able to connect the spiritual element of your relationships and the the deep rooted uh, passion that's stemming from a spiritual exchange. You're able to really connect the dots with that when it comes to connections and when it comes to things you're committed to. And so that's a really beautiful, beautiful space to be in. Now, on the 30th of November, we have the lunar eclipse in Gemini. The lunar eclipse, lunar eclipse, lunar eclipse. Eclipses are very powerful and it is taking the place of the full moon, which means it is going to heavily, heavily impact us in in areas that we are still holding on to things that just need to go. So it is going to be where the shake up and shake down and shake throughs are like final pushes. And in because it's going to be in Gemini, Gemini is air. It is all about intellectual things. It is all about communication. It is about the duality of things. And so it is going to heighten your ability to release those things that have been more stagnant in more ways than one. It is about finding a balance in between what is going to work for two not just one. It is about communicating that and stimulating it mentally. How does this work for you mentally? How does this work for you in a way that connects to you in a way that doesn't cause you to be in an illusion of how you see things mentally? Freeing yourself mentally, freeing yourself from the inner demons that have allowed you to be mentally drained and mentally bogged down. How do you release yourself from that? And being willing to release yourself from that is what this month ending off is about. So all of the lessons up until this point, all of the things that you have not released up until this point, all of the areas of your life that you've allowed yourself to hold on to out of fear of releasing it are going to be forced out of your life because it needs to be. We cannot hold on to things that just do not suit your purpose and suit where we're headed in the new paradigm shift. So things are either going to align or they're not. And whatever doesn't is going to go. And that's just how it just has to be, right? It is just the way that it is um, playing out in our lives. And 
it feels good starting off though. It really feels good. And it ends on a really good note because whatever, it's almost like whatever you held on to, uh, trying to put on standby or whatever is like, okay, let's go back to that thing. And let's look at this one last time. And let's think about this intellectually emotions detached, um, you know, objections attached, detached from it. Let's look at this from a very unbiased place and make a decision because it can't stay in this format going forward. Either it's going to adapt and change to what it is that you're becoming or it has to go and it's willing to fight you for it, you know? So we are in this space where we're going to start off and Mercury, you know, is wrecking havoc in our lives has been for the last couple of weeks, but then you're finally going to get a space where you are in a place of ability to speak through. And also between the first and the sixth, when Mercury is going, getting ready to go direct, it's also going against Saturn. Okay. And Saturn is the planet of discipline authority. It is the planet of you know, uh, patriarchy and discipline. So you are having these tough conversations in areas of your life where this just doesn't work. I'm not, this isn't, you know, I'm not going to be obligated to this. I, this, you're bucking the system in a way that is fighting against what has been your norm, realizing that that's not quite what you need in your life. And so fighting against the structures, bucking against the discipline, not wanting to be restricted. These are a lot of different things that will find themselves, um, find themselves coming to a head. And this is going to be a very important moment especially around the new moon because when you're you're around the new moon energy it is going to make you feel naturally refreshed to feel this type of newness you you feel the new beginnings happening you feel the changes happening you feel like the work is paying off and it's giving you an idea of how to move forward and figure out these dynamics of your life and revealing the deep emotions and the things that you've been holding in for so long. And so this is really about breaking down the boundaries and the barriers and allowing yourself to feel vulnerable in your truth. This is all about letting go of the inhibitions and allowing the truth of you to really be expressed. This is beautiful. Um, this is what you want. You don't want to continue on a path that is not leading you anywhere. You don't want to continue in relationships that just aren't going anywhere. You don't want to continue to pour energy into spaces that are running right through it and not sticking and really fertilizing the ground in which you're on your sexual energy will be potent during this time. Your sensuality will want to be burst out and you're wanting to really get deep with people that you're connected to in that way. And you're going to find that in areas where you're not able to do that, you're going to want to not be with that person in that way because it feels like an uneven exchange. And so this is a very adventurous place. This is a very freeing space to be in. This is, an, um, this is a moment where you're wanting to really tap in and be all that you can be inside and out. And you're wanting that reciprocated from everything that you are connected to. And that is what is so exciting 
because it's giving you this ability to be brutally honest with yourself and with what it is that you are wanting out of others. And so be very mindful that while this energy is encouraged, it is also going to challenge you in understanding how you are communicating this. Don't be so abrasive that you're not paying attention to the impact of what it is that you're saying because you don't want it to backfire and cause you to be having to eat those very seeds that you're sowing in someone else's um in in someone else's life okay so overall November is going to be a very impactful moment is going to be a very impactful time heightened conversations heightened intensity a lot of different revelations occurring but if you stay remained internal um internally focused to what matters close up to you after you've done what you can do externally there's nothing else that you can pour into that so now focus on internally what is it that i need to do internally i need to focus on that and when you can focus on that it keeps you more grounded because you're not in a space of anxiousness trying to change everything else around you that you truly have no control over it is about doing your part and leaving the rest to be done however it needs to be done but you can't do anything more than what you're able to do okay so this is a very again beautiful 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 energy be very mindful of your dreams be very mindful of what you feel energetically and spiritually and what comes to you just as you're thinking throughout the day if you need to make notes if you need to write it down however you need to record whatever it is that you're feeling or thinking or what revelations you have do that because there will potentially be a lot of insights that come from that um at a later time so be mindful of that. This is all to push you towards a balance in self, all to push you for balance in your life, balance of peace, and just overall joy within yourself, independence and interdependence, and also self-assurance, but also the ability to cohabitate and coexist amongst others and with others in a way that is dual. And it, it gives you the duality that you need for yourself, okay? Um, be very careful to not be too hostile towards yourself and hard on yourself. Know that we're all on this journey together. Be very mindful of the things that you allow in your body, the things that you allow in your mind, the things that you allow yourself to indulge in communication that you have conversations that you allow yourself to indulge in. be very mindful of those things because they all play a part in the subconscious and they all play a part in the seed sowing. And you want to be very careful not to convolute the process. Okay, so this has been your astrological overview for November. It overall feels like a very good month. It feels um, very, 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 very potent. And I'm sure the first couple of weeks may be a little difficult, especially with everything happening with the election and everything happening with the pandemic. But just be very mindful and try to focus on the good in your own personal life because you can't really control anything external to that. Do a lot of praying, do a lot of meditating, do a lot of, you know, high vibrational connection things and just be honest with the darkness of you and be honest about those parts of you that need to be addressed as well. Okay. So with that being said, guys, I love your freaking soul. Until our next daily dose of energy, I'm wishing you all love, peace, joy, um, happiness, and just serenity, overall serenity. 
um, extend some love. We we are in a very powerful time of our life. And, and this is very, very, a lot of history being made right now, very important moment of history. And so be very mindful of that, remain connected to that. Um, I trust your ability to make the best decisions for you during that and know that you are supported and encouraged to reach out if you need to. Okay. So until our next daily dose of energy, guys, I love your freaking souls. Bye.